0: Well, greetings, I hope you're doing well this morning. I'm reading this morning about Elijah the prophet. It's in 1 Kings. Now, if you remember the story, because it's quite a quite famous story. In 1 Kings chapter 16, King Ahab and Queen Jezebel come on the scene. At the very end of chapter 16 in 1 Kings, it talks about King Ahab. (laughs) And becoming king about Baal worship about Jezebel and then right after that's the end of chapter 16 right after that here appears Elijah which of course is no accident but the very first part of chapter 17 is what I want to talk about where Elijah comes on the scene and I'm going to read it to you and it says uh starting in verse 1 in chapter 17 now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe and Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord lives, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, leave here, turn eastward and hide in Raven, Ravine, sorry, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to Careth Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. So this is the very first appearance of Elijah on the scene. And in the text, it's right after Ahab becomes king of Israel, takes Jezebel as his wife, and of course you see Baal worship, immediately come on the scene. And then here appears Elijah in chapter 17. And he first he, and he comes to Ahab and he tells him there's not going to be dew nor rain for the next few years except at my word. And then what happens? He disappears. <laughs> so he gives Ahab this word and then he's gone. And actually he's gone for a while because after the part that I read, he actually goes to a widow, and it's not actually until a long time later, about three years later, that he appears back before Ahab. So, so my point in saying that is, sometimes God takes us through seasons and times. We may do something that might be quite brief, and then he takes us to do something else. And if you look at the story, right after he appeared before Ahab, God told him, leave and he takes him somewhere else and he's fed by ravens, right? Of all things. And he drinks from a brook. So he's taken into hiding, if you will. And then later after that, he actually, after the book dries up, he he goes to a widow. But what does God do? He sends his prophet to the king, one of the most wicked kings in the Bible, right? married to the one of those wicked queens, as the Bible tells us, but he gives this word and then he's gone, he leaves, he's basically in isolation and hiding, but God still provides, and I think there's a lot of things happening in this story, you have a very evil king coming to the helm, you have the prophet appearing, giving a very brief word, and he's gone, He's basically in isolation or hiding for quite a long time. And I think a lot of us can identify with that. Sometimes things shift and they change and you leave and you have to go somewhere else or you're at home instead of at work or whatever it may be, or you're in isolation or you're in hiding, so to speak. But God still provided for the prophet and God still provides for you and me, his people. Sometimes it's hard to understand why God does things the way He does them, but trust me, He knows what He's doing. He knew what He was doing. God was going through a process with Israel and with the king, and of course with this prophet, to bring them to restoration. And a few years later, you know, that's when you have the Mount Carmel. But in these few verses, Elijah has to leave and go somewhere else. Being fed by ravens, God's provision is still there out in the wilderness, so to speak. Being fed by ravens, but God still provided. See, a lot of times we want things to be consistent. We want them to be the same all the time. And when something disrupts it, we get really afraid and upset. And that's understandable from a human point of view but God takes us through seasons and times and we have to do different things and go different places. Sometimes we might be in isolation and God has a purpose in us doing that, but he still provides, he still provides. And trust me, as God takes us through this process, he has something to say to Ahabs, to kings and to leaders, and he's speaking very loudly if they'll listen. But we as God's people might be removed for a season. We might be in isolation for a season. It's not gonna last forever, but for a season of time. And even though it's very brief in the Bible and it continues on as he goes later to the widow, we need to realize and look at these verses. And think sometimes God takes us through a season where we may not be around a lot of people that's okay you can use that time to be before God sometimes what God is saying is we need to stop and we need to pay attention to him we need to offer prayers to him God's showing us that there are seasons and times and sometimes We don't need to get up and go to work every day. Sometimes doesn't mean we don't need to work. I didn't say that, but it means we need to stop. We just need to stop and do something different. And we may be in isolation, but guess what? God is still there. Was God still there when Elijah the prophet was in the ravine and he was being fed by ravens? Of course he was. God provided, God told him to go there. He told him to leave the king and go somewhere else. And he provided for him. And he continued to provide just like he will provide for you and for me. Sometimes God's provision shows up in the most unlikely ways. There's been seasons and times in my life where God just totally shifted and changed something. I had to do something completely different. That you wouldn't think would bring provision or bring whatever need I had at that time. But it did. Because God brought it. And sometimes we need those experiences that are so radically different from the everyday what we're used to. Sometimes we need those experiences for God to bring about change. For our perspective to change. For us to stop for a moment. Stop and focus on God. Stop and let God provide. Stop and let God show us he can do things differently. He can do things when we are in isolation. He can do things when we are at home or not doing what we normally do. God can do things however he chooses to. And in this short section of scripture, (laughs) Elijah gives a word It's not very positive. Hey, there's not going to be rain for the next few years. And then he vanishes. Very disruptive. And we can identify with that. Sometimes God is very disruptive to our life and to what's going on in the city and the nation and the world. And in our personal circumstances, he can be very disruptive. But the prophet had to stop. He had to go somewhere else and be fed by ravens. He wasn't, you know, on the cover of the latest magazine. <laughs> he was out in the wilderness being fed by ravens. See, we have to be pliable. and We have to be humble. Sometimes God needs to take us to the wilderness, to take us to a place of isolation where there aren't other people around. So guess what? We'll pay attention to him. And what he has to say. And what he wants to work out in our hearts. God has so much to say to us. Are we willing to listen? Are we willing to stop? Some of us don't want to stop. Some of us don't know how. How to stop. But God's saying you need to stop. For a short season of time. Because I have something I want to do in your life. I have something I want to do in your heart. I have something I want to do in your personal circumstances. I want to produce a restoration and a change because you remember a few years later when he goes back before the king. What is he saying? That's when he's at Mount Carmel calling the people out saying you have to choose. Are you gonna serve Baal? Or are you gonna serve God? You can't serve both. See God's taken the nation the prophet, the king, through a process to come to repentance and restoration. But it's a process and it takes time. And part of that process sometimes is going into isolation, going to a place you've never been before where God's provision shows up in the most unlikely ways. But pay attention, friend. God knows what he's doing god knows what he's doing keep following him keep listening i remember just last night i came to a place where i often go to spend time with god and pray and it just was me sitting before the lord i wasn't really actively doing much i mean i read a little bit i prayed a little bit but i wasn't doing a whole lot mostly i was just sitting before god and listening to that still small voice. And he spoke into my spiritual ears. Sometimes we just need to stop. We need to sit before God and listen. We need to stop doing for just a moment. And we need to listen to what God has to say. Sometimes there's nothing that we can do that's gonna change the circumstance. Sometimes it's a change that has to occur on the inside. So we have to stop and we have to listen and we have to let God change our hearts. So listen up friend, God is for you. He wants the best for you, but you have to be pliable and willing to stop. Be willing, maybe at times be in isolation Maybe be fed by ravens and drink from a brook. Maybe be in the wilderness. Whatever God decides, wherever he leads you. But be willing to stop and listen to him. Listen to that still, small voice. I have to be honest with you, friend. In my life, the most encouraging times have been when I stopped and I listened that small voice from heaven and listen to the encouragement he spoke into my ears. So be encouraged, friend. Life is seasonal. God takes us through seasons and processes for our good, for our health, for our restoration. We have to be pliable and remember sometimes we need to stop and we need to listen to follow God's principles, God's processes of restoration on the inside. So don't forget to stop. Don't forget to stop and to listen to that voice. Listen to what God says. Listen to where he is leading you during this season because he can produce a world of fruit during a time of isolation. Have a blessed and wonderful day. And remember, God, Jesus Christ is the answer. Not the media, not anything else. Jesus Christ is the answer. Pay attention to him. Bye-bye.